Welcome back to another episode of the Candid Chronicles podcast where we get to talk about life and feel sad. I'm your host, Anshara, and if you're new here, this is a self-help podcast where we just sit and have discussions about life issues, navigating through our trenches, various issues that affect society and our culture and who we are as human beings. And it's also a safe space where you can come and share your story if you feel like sharing your story. You can come and just, let's just talk about life. Have everything that just circulates around life from love and relationships to traumatic experiences to joys in life to everything even music i even host guests on my podcast i even host people who are we we talk about everything let me just say that we talk about everything and before we start this week's episode i want to give a very big very big very big thank you to everyone who tunes into my episode i don't take it for granted i really don't and it really hurts so much for you to follow i'm gonna leave a link of all my socials down the description box below whatever social works for you is it instagram is it twitter is it tiktok you can feel free to follow me there i'm gonna put a link down the socials below and make sure make sure eh? make sure you give this episode a rating five stars is highly recommended but whatever you feel is best for you do it do it honey i would really love a nice five star review if you're listening to it on spotify now without much further ado let's begin this week's episode now before we even begin what i'm going to be talking about let me just give like a backstory of it and just like a, a small a small reminder so I was recently going through, I don't want to say it was like a very, it was, let, let's just say it was a very difficult situation because if you've met me, hit me when, I, when I'm getting to know someone and let's say I'm getting to know someone from a romantic, from a romantic POV, you people say that you fall in love, I don't fall in love, I collapse, like literally, I collapse, I don't fall in love. I feel like whenever I just meet someone and the connection is so right and everything is just the vibe is just there. I'm like, you're my husband. Like you see that TikTok song, Mama, 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 Mama. Yeah, that's my head the entire time. But you have to realize that not everyone is gonna be as intentional as you are. Not everyone who you're gonna meet is gonna be able to like extend grace as you are. Because I'm also someone who's Let's just say I'm petty. Let, I like to, uh, let me just call it petty as it is petty. But I think what someone might define it as pettiness is because I've extended grace for so long and so long and so long. But looking at that um, entire experience, I just had to sit and like be thankful because it's through that that I came to discover that, oh, so when I behave like this, it creates it tends to like create a cycle in the kind of people that I attract and I don't want that and I don't like that and so you have to learn how to break the cycle and breaking the cycle you have to start by healing and that's actually from the title of this episode you can see that it's written healing is not linear and I can tell you healing is not linear because especially right now one thing that I'm grateful for and one investment that I'll forever be grateful for is investing in therapy when I'm in my 20s right now because if I decide to have kids and with the people that I meet, I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to be like a circle of everything. I don't want it to feel like I'm trying to fill in a void of something that I lacked in my childhood. I want it to be just 
calm she'll realize that it may not be perfect and if it's not perfect and if it's not for me i'm not afraid to walk away from it and if it's for me i don't want to self-sabotage something that i know is meant for me because what's meant for me is not gonna miss me it will never miss me it's always meant for me no matter what happens no matter what i go through in life it's always meant for me and that's why to actually even start with this episode i was jolt as i was researching for this episode on this episode i was just like hearing some of the stories from some of my friends who because out of respect of course you know i can't share their confidential information but i can share bits and bits and bits you have to realize that like just as a summary of it the people that you associate with they are a reflection of who you are and where am i coming where, where am i coming with this let's say for example i identify as someone who is anxiously preoccupied because I attach to people in a very anxious way based on how I grew up. I don't like talking about how I grew up. We just have to be vulnerable on this page and just talk about it. But I identify as a very anxious person when it comes to interacting with people in the sense that if I am meeting you, I am not sure of the connection that we have. You know, I don't get too excited i don't want to care and also i don't want to undermine myself and also when i'm getting to know you it's like if i notice a red flag like a slight red flag i just overthink the entire issue and i'm like this guy is just not interested this of course there are some red flags that are just yoni red you are talking about maroon with someone burgundy you can't say this or that it is dead therefore like a red flag and that's when you're like i'm out but sometimes i'm looking at some things and i'm like is it a red flag or are you just overreacting like this entire day i had a conversation on saturday on my ig story because this episode airs on monday so i had a conversation on saturday on my ig stories it was close friends lecture and someone just asked me a question in my dm about what's my take on men having female besties now for me of course it's like a red flag it looks like a red flag doesn't it because i'm like why i thought i'm your i'm your best i'm your, I'm your doggy you know i'm your homie it's it's me you have me you don't need her you have me okay you have me but i want you to look at it from this perspective and it's not that i'm defending i am not when i say this i'm not defending the aspect of having besties you know there is besties like yeah that's why she's she my friend i've known her for a long time and then yeah, at the back of your brain you're like mm-hmm. have you have you have you really 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 are you sure are you sure you've known her for a long time wait, 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 wait. Hey! <laughs> let me just no i'm just remembering something and i'm just like shit i don't know it but if the man or rather the partner is serious with you he will establish healthy boundaries that center around the friendship and that center around your relationship of course if you're with this chick if you're with your chick your woman your woman your woman your woman there's something that you just cannot have your female bestie do and i don't want to give a regulation to oh don't hold each other's hands no i am just gonna put it there whatever you define as boundaries you define it as that whatever i define as boundaries let me define it as that but for me i'll just say if you're pursuing a relationship with someone you'll establish healthy boundaries you will get your priorities straight 
and let me tell you one thing about us women like we are able to know if this man is focused or not in his bond through his boundaries the kind of boundaries that he sets and looking at it from that perspective i have not said that it's not wrong, that you shouldn't have a female best you know sometimes bitches be overreacting it's it's never that serious come on it's never that serious but learn how to establish like healthy because what i might define as healthy boundaries to me for example if you're dating i don't see why you would leave me at home and take your your bestie open quote close quote on a date junika umesikiani kona karai hapa na yako na tumbo I need to understand that logic, okay? And I, I'm not speaking it from a personal side that oh you're a bit personal on me. No, I just need to understand that logic. You, especially if it comes from the point of where we had made plans that we are going out to eat, and then you, with your 160 brains, you decide to take this other woman to eat. Utanambia kama nikona karai na endi akona tumbo. Okay? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to leave it as that. Like that for me is an example. If you've made plans to prioritize your partner at that opportune time and you end up prioritizing this other female person, I, I'm sorry but I'm sorry love. I just I, I I won't stand for it. You just go out. Out out nature. Umamlango. I I don't care honestly. And the other thing is yeah, I think that just sums it up. If you if you've chosen to prioritize me at a certain level in your life and you're here prioritizing this bitch with the same priorities that you chose to give me I'm sorry I'm not an option when it even starts with an A it doesn't start with a Z Jesus it starts with an A so I'm um, either your first choice or your first choice and I'm not saying don't go and hang out with your friends no I'm not saying that usually sometimes they will tell you the thing with men <laughs> I I feel like and I'm not a man and I'm not a man I'm not a man. I think even this topic this entire pod has just taken a shift we should have an entire episode on male besties on female besties because I, I'm also a female bestie so like I have some of my friends who will just call me confiding me if you want to have a meal with me and they are dating like their women are so hot hi Sam hi <laughs> hi Lee. hi because i know they're listening to this episode but i just don't find it like a big deal if you've set your boundaries straight which was in you know honestly i just find it like you're all overreacting and maybe sometimes it's always best not to be not to actually respond especially if the especially if the person is an anxious person like attaches to people in a very anxious way it can be the most insensitive thing to say that this person is overreacting because i can assure you how this person is addressing that issue if there's some one thing that i find as rudeness is someone telling me that i'm overreacting over an issue and because i'm also someone who's very big on communication like I love it when you communicate to reassure and reassurance looks like hey this is where I'm at in my life it's it doesn't mean that I don't like you it doesn't mean that I don't want to be with you but this is where I'm at in my life and I feel like this this sector that I'm in in my life it's so complicated I I don't want to rock with you but I would like to get to know you better I know from me coming coming from me 
it sounds like a lot of bullshit but i would really appreciate that kind of honesty and then i'd be like no i'm out because i know what i want at that opportunity and maybe it's not you instead of just going silent instead of just responding you know i've just been okay i'm like nigga please we've been there we've done that. let me tell you i also give excuses that i'm busy i'm busy so it's just not an excuse like i can tell you that we are stupid but not that stupid anyway let's now move on so the people that you associate with are a reflection of who you are as a person you are what you attract if you're emotionally unavailable trust you me you're going to attract someone who's emotionally unavailable and for you to be able to like actually heal from that you know you can't heal what you don't know you remember like you you really can't heal what you can't even go to a doctor to treat a disease which he or she doesn't know that's why most of you people are not able to heal because you can't you just don't want to focus on the problem especially the avoidance if you're someone whose defense mechanism is avoidant and i can't relate to this i for a long time i never liked facing my issues and i even remember in my first therapy session one of the main reasons why i never like i never like facing my own issues is because it just shows a level of vulnerability and how i've been raised you're not supposed to be weak like you're supposed to be huh? and i'm not the first one this is the first but i'm supposed to be strong i'm supposed to be the one who's like the the strong person you know you have to humiliate you have to learn how to survive so even when things become overwhelming i tend to not know but my body just feels it like i'll feel fatigued i won't feel like cleaning up i won't feel like working or anything it's because i'm overwhelmed and i'm so tired to like even do such simple tasks and when I, I remember I was working when I went to therapy like when I joined my first therapy session because I struggled with a lot of vulnerability and at the back of my mind I knew that I had to kind of confide in this person and like open up to this person and let this person help me let this person make my mental health better because I can tell you this for sure I have never had a perfect relationship with my mother and right now where we are at life it's still not perfect like I can tell you I the kind of person who gives silent treatment for so long like I, I just give a lot of like a very long I can stay a long time without talking to you and live in the same house it's not that I don't hate you it's not that I don't like you or anything I'm just like it's just not worthy for me to argue with it's just not worthy for me to speak to you and looking at my mom there's a level of distinction that she is she is like way older than me and i have to view her with much more respect than that but at the moment i just didn't know that you're supposed to sit and actually express how you're feeling i couldn't i could not even be able to like express myself without crying and anytime that i would do that i was perceived as weak or mini and that's when i vowed like i'm never i have to grow i remember there's something very hurtful that was said to me by Okay she's she's a family member I'm not I'm just not going to say her name I was just like expressing myself and how I feel and how um a certain situation had hurt me had affected me had affected who I am as a person because I'm someone who's as much as I I I put on this this shield of mine of um being very protective of my emotions no wanting to open up no wanting to trust so much like it said i am a very emotional person and it depends on 
where you have met me like which 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 phase of my cycle am i in that you have met me because i can be so excited to meet you one day and then the other day i'm just like mm. okay so i something had just happened and i was just calling because i didn't want a solution at that time i just wanted to confide in someone because i, ha- I had not been doing therapy for quite some time I had stopped doing therapy because I had a very crazy schedule at work. And so when I confided in this person, I just told her how I feel. I didn't want a solution or anything. And then she's like, you know, you are also very toxic. You're also very this and that. And I think it's high time you learned how to grow thick skin. And that shit really got to me to a point of where I'm like, I, I just I, I just wanted to tell you how I feel. And you even made it even worse. And I just thought to myself, like, you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to express myself again. It has always been so hard because I even met someone and this guy was just trying to get to know me. I'm even sorry. I keep you going to listen to this episode. I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to do that. But you met me. You know, like how you can meet the right person. You know, he has a nice beard. He's so toned. He's so, mm, you know, mm, funny. <laughs> Hey, that man was fine. Like, he was fine, fine, fine. Fine? Why? He was fine. He was fine. Ay, 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 ay. That man was fine. But he was fine. Oh, my God. And then, like, he just approached me with the kindest words. And he just started talking and vibing for quite some time. And then, all of a sudden, just went silent. And it's not, like, me to go silent. If you met me, you know, I just don't shut up. But... I wanted to now, like, really start focusing on what I had. Like, I wanted to focus on myself at that opportune time and know my mistakes because I'm not going to lie, I'm also kind of toxic. I just, like, the slightest thing can just make me not even want to talk to you, not even want to tolerate bullshit from you. Just like that, I just, like, pushed him away. He went his own way, I went my own way, and we have never spoken again. Now, I just felt like I needed to focus on this because I know healing is never easy, especially when the triggers come in. Like, as I was saying earlier, as I was saying earlier, my relationship with my mom has never been perfect. And that was one of the things that I wish to, that I wish to work on and that I'm still working on because I can't, I don't know how it feels to give love to other people because I myself have, I'm also not used to like receiving that kind of love and that's it's so hard for me even to make female friends like the female friends that i've kept i have kept them for i think almost 10 years like it's so hard for me to now make new friends because i just don't want to feel like i'm feeling a void that my mother la- that i didn't receive from my mother i wanted to be genuine i wanted to be really at my own pace because i also don't love rushing things when it comes to communication or anything and that's when I knew, I knew that I needed to take accountability and actually work on myself. Like I needed to hold myself responsible, and in holding myself responsible is in the sense that, in the sense that, I can't control what everyone does, but I can't choose to control how I choose to react to it. I may never try and heal my mom. I may never try and fix her because. What I was constantly doing and how I was constantly reacting to that issue was me trying to fix her, was me trying to make her fit into my life. And I can't do that. And it's sad and it hurts, but if it doesn't work out, it's never going to work out. 
you have to realize that and when i did the names on permanent and temporary connections such kind of people like your parents and everything they will always be a part of your life with the various stages that you walk into you know now they want to identify how you choose to keep them in your life it's not like an it's no more about like how you're feeling this is how about it's about how i am feeling and how i've chosen to deal with this because maybe it's not a healthy environment for me maybe what i may define as a healthy environment is not what you define as a healthy environment and it's through that that i've been able to like grow steadily and know that this is i can't settle for this i can settle for this I can't compromise on the, if it's something that I know is going to affect my feelings towards something that's going to affect my mental health and if my mental health is damaged I know I can't work productively and without working productively I don't have structure in my life and for me to have structure in my life I need to make sure that my mental health comes first if it doesn't compromise my mental health then I'm out and through that now I had to learn now how to be gentle and actually extend grace to myself you know I've always been so hard on myself. I've always learned to be gentle and extend grace to myself. And uh, sorry, I'm gent- I have to learn to be gentle and extend grace to myself. And realize that it's okay. You will always be triggered. Like I have met people and I've interacted with people who, when I look at them and some and how they behave and how they behave towards me, it gives me the perception of this is not healthy. This is a cycle that I don't want because I can tell you that. If I'm broken, I nothing functions in my life. Especially if I'm broken mentally, nothing functions in my life. I can't talk to anyone, I can't do this to anyone. And I'm learning now to like actually understand that it's what they did to me should not affect how I am as a person and should not affect how I go I'm going to talk to other people in my life. And I've just been able to like just take it easy. And pray to the Lord Jesus to give me redemption because where I am, I'm losing. I was losing it. I was losing it. And to like wrap up this episode, this amazing episode that I've enjoyed recording, I'm gonna give you some of the signs that you're actually healing. The first thing is you are allowing yourself to feel all those emotions. If it's the grief, if it's the hatred, if it's the love, if it's the reassurance, if it's the Yeah, if it's any kind of emotion that you're feeling, you are allowing yourself to feel that emotion at that opportune time. You don't care what anyone says, you don't care how anyone does it, but you are giving yourself permission to feel it because you have to realize that it's through feeling it, you're able to work on it, you're able to have it inside you, and you're able to like actually know how you can either surpass it or learn to navigate with it. And you also The other thing that you're healing is you're taking accountability for your own emotions. You have to realize that this is what I'm feeling. Yes, I am feeling the hatred, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling disappointed. I feel sad. This is how I'm feeling. I'm taking accountability for that and I am doing the best that I can and I'm extending grace to myself and knowing that I am going to get through it. It may not be easy. It may take Yes, it may take months, it may take even days, but I know I am going to get through it and that's how you start knowing that you're healing. And you also another way that you're knowing that you're healing is you getting better ways of expressing yourself or rather setting boundaries. Now when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to setting boundaries, you have to identify are you setting a boundary or are you building a wall? You can set clear boundaries like hey, are you setting a boundary? 
or are you building a wall? Setting a boundary looks like I would appreciate if you tend to stop doing that or I don't like it when you're doing that. I don't like how it makes me feel when you do that. I'd appreciate if you communicate to me like this. That's a boundary. A wall looks like I think it's better if we. I don't want to do this. You are always like this. I don't want you close to me. I don't want you to do this. And you're not giving this person a reason as to why you are doing that. And I'm not saying that everyone deserves an ex- There are some things you just don't have to explain. You've kept on repeating, repeating, repeating. Bro, I'm not jockey to always repeat everything. I don't remember my mom naming me jockey. Or maybe she just woke up one day and changed my birth certificate to Joki and his life. Yeah, from now on, Chera, you're not called Chera, you're called Joki. Okay? You're called Joki. No, I don't remember that. And you're, it's through setting clear boundaries that you become less reactive and more responsive. You learn that not everything that everyone does deserves your reaction. You just can respond to it and just walk. Not everything, not everyone in this world deserves your reaction. Not everyone in this world deserves your attention. If you give someone your... And I'm not saying don't be intentional in getting to know people. You know, people will take words out of concept and just be like, Oh, you know, Chara said... Chara said... Why? I am not... I'm just saying, you have to... As much as you're being intentional to everyone, you can't just keep on pouring and pouring and pouring into a cup that's not filling you if this person is not making you grow if you don't feel that sense of safety when you're with this person if you don't feel a sense of reassurance when you're with this person i don't think then you're in the right relationship it's i can just assure you that the sex is not that good it's not that good it's not that good trust me trust me and obey it's not that good. It's never that serious. There is always better. Everyone is replaceable. You will find someone who will match your energy. If you're intentional about the people that you meet, if you communicate clearly, if you're able to be assertive in your own words, you will find someone who deserves you, who deserves that, who deserves what you bring to the table. And I think that's the best way to end this episode. I've been your host, Anchera, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you.